That was satisfying. I seriously was like, I was like, what is this? Like, I knew what it was, but when the teeth started pouring, I quite literally loved that. Hey there, hi there, hi there. Good morning. Good morning. We are doing, we need to sit up proper, cross your legs. They're always crossed. I don't know why we're talking in British accent, because this is not a British podcast. This is a southern this is a yeehaw. This is a yeehaw podcast. Today, we are going into our roots, into our culture, into our down home cooking with the Neelys. Yeah, and we're going to, this is going to be an educational podcast, I think. Forget the whole podcast just about education. No. No. This is for all you Westerners or Northerners or Easterners. I don't know. Southwesterners. Sure. We're going to teach you about the South. Specifically the Southeast. Southeast, yes. So we are from a good old state of Tennessee. Yeah. You know, I don't know the specific Tennessee accent, but... I don't think there is one. I heard there is. There's like an accent for every southern state. But I think it would depend where you are within this great state. Yeah. But we... Are going to draw some topics. Remember the Don't Even Get Me Started Halloween podcast? Yeah, we're doing that all again, except we're doing it Southern style. Without any anger. Yeah. Maybe a touch. Maybe a touch, because sometimes you're like, really? This is what I live in? Mm -hmm. This is what I live in? So do you want to start, Taylor? I guess we'll we'll both talk about the topic. Let me just give the old Ziploc bag a good shake (laughs) for good measure. Yeah, so the tarot cards are spoken. (laughs) This is the one. Ooh, we just talked about this. The card says Coke, not the drug. Ooh. <laughs> not to be confused with cocaine. Okay, that's because anybody not from the South, you have to specify Coke. Yeah. Coca-Cola. Yeah. So um, this isn't about necessarily the drink. It's the brand a, itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, you drew the card, so. Um. Well, for anyone who's not native to this beautiful region mm-hmm. coke can refer to any soft drink mm-hmm. except i would say for me personally i like dark soft drinks i don't think you would say it if you were referring to like sprite or seven up or maybe a fanta orange but if you were referring to dr pepper mm-hmm. we're talking about um what other drinks pepsi Pepsi Cola. Even, even though Pepsi and Coca Cola, those those are some rivals right there. Yeah. So Diet Coke, Coke Zero. The only time you'll hear someone specify is if you're at a restaurant, you order a Coke, and they say, "Is Pepsi okay?" Mm-hmm. Although whenever I'm at a restaurant, if I'm ordering a Coke, I don't start saying, "Can I get a Coke?" I say, "Do I say I want a Coke Zero or a Dr Pepper?" Most of the time, they don't have Dr Pepper or Coke Zero. I can't order Lacroix. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, this also refers to Southern sayings that maybe people everywhere else don't necessarily say. You know, the Midwest has pop. Mm-hmm. Other areas have soda. Uh, some areas have soda pop. Isn't like England, they say fizzy drinks. Fizzy drinks. I guess. Yes. But here we have Coke. Mm-hmm. The all-encompassing noun. And I remember last podcast, I'm pretty, it was the Princess Diaries podcast. I had mentioned something that I couldn't remember. It was a Southern saying, but I couldn't remember what it was. And I remember it now. It's fixed into. Nobody else says that. 
apparently it's a Southern thing when you say it's fixed into rain or I'm fixing to go to the store. Mm-hmm. We're not actually talking about fixing something. We're talking about you're we're, about to do you're something. about to do something. It's something's about to do something. And I didn't know that till maybe last year that that was just a Southern thing. I apologize if anybody from anywhere else says that. I don't think they, I don't think they would. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Also, I also didn't know till a few years ago that Coke and peanuts are a thing. I never, I don't think I've ever done it. I tried it. It's really good. I don't think I would ever do it again. What states would you classify as being Yeehaw South? Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Alabama. Mm-hmm. Kentucky. Mm-hmm. North and South Carolina. I think Kentucky's the cutoff. Kentucky's definitely the cutoff. Above Kentucky, it's like no. Virginia. No, mm-hmm. that's its own thing. Um, definitely not Florida. No. Maybe some parts. Florida's in the South, but it's not Yeehaw. I think because there's a lot of culture there. There's a lot that's of not um, Hispanic culture mm-hmm. and a lot of old retired people, but it's not Yeehaw yeah. South. Same thing with Texas. There are some parts that are very yeehaw, but it's not yeehaw. It's not the same yeehaw, though. Mm -hmm. Texas is weird. It's its own thing. Yeah, everybody thinks Texas is the most southern, like, geographically. It is. But But that's more cowboy yeehaw. mm -hmm. Mississippi is a big one. Oh, yeah. Louisiana. Um, Arkansas. Yeah. Are we... Georgia, um, Georgia is, but I'm not, not like Atlanta. Mm -mm. That's where I say Atlanta. I don't say Atlanta. Atlanta. I guess. I think I have a more Southern accent than you do. I don't think I have that. You definitely don't have, I mean, you say y'all, but people everywhere say y'all sometimes. And then I feel like I'm missing a state. I don't think we're missing a state. Both Carolinas. I had to learn um, all the surrounding Tennessee states as a kid. I don't think we're. What about Oklahoma? Oh yeah, Oklahoma. Oklahoma's pretty. It's southern. I wouldn't say. Maybe it is yeehaw. I think Oklahoma's shaped like a pot of oatmeal. That's how I remember which one it is. I think this part it's of the pot yeehaw. is is it, but the rest of it, I, Isn't I don't it, know. Um, what's that country singer on The Voice? Blake Shelton. Yeah, he's from Oklahoma. I would say Oklahoma is pretty yeehaw. Mm-hmm. They got all the tornadoes there. I guess I'll pull one out. On this one. What, which one will choose me? I hope it's that one. This one? Sports, but only what we're good at, apparently. Preds culture, throwing the catfish on the rink. I don't understand that. It's just... I asked my dad that, and he just said it's just a thing they started. I know it's a thing they do, but what is it's the like origin? It's like good luck, I guess. And they do it in the streets around Bridgestone. Bridgestone Arena is uh, the, arena. the arena in Nashville. It's where the concerts are. Mm-hmm. It's where the unless, press games are. Uh, unless it's Nissan Stadium. What was it before Nissan Stadium? It was... Hold on. I got to look this up. On the notion of stadiums, anyone who uh, is familiar with um, UT Knoxville... We have our Neyland Stadium. I was in a history class, a Tennessee history class, to clarify. Mm -hmm. And this man, he was auditing the class. He was much older than everyone else. I'm talking, I'm talking 60s, 70s. And he said Neyland Stadium and the whole classroom went bananas. They lost it. Yeah. Oh, it's, it was LP field. I knew it was LP something. 
Oh, I knew that. I just couldn't remember. I was like, it's LP something, but I don't want to sound stupid. I think I knew that in my subconscious. Yeah. Okay. So, Preds. I mean, it, it's gotten a little crazy recently. I blame Carrie Underwood. Yeah, Carrie, who have you done? Marin, that, what what are they called? Is it a goal, a goal person? A goalie. A goalie. I don't know. I knew <laughs> that for soccer, but I was like, what do they call it in hockey? It's a goalie. So, apparently, I... Um, I wish my dad was on this podcast. He would tell us everything, but he would talk for two hours about the Preds. I don't know a whole lot about hockey. I know some just because my dad goes to like every Preds game and he's told me, and I'm like actually a little interested because he said, this is basically the only thing we're good at. I'm sorry if you're a fan of, let's be honest, nobody's a fan of Tennessee Titans. No, I do have a Steve McNair jersey. I don't know <laughs> from he's he died. Um, oh, rest in peace, Steve. Uh, he was killed. Um, rest in peace. I sure. I have this jersey from elementary school because we used to have sports day and everyone yeah. would wear you know their favorite team. Or, and obviously, I didn't have a favorite team, mm-hmm. but my grandma got it for me, and I found this in my closet recently. And I had completely forgotten mm-hmm. about this. And she still fits. She's a little different now, but okay. she still fits. And Albert Hainsworth, who does not play for the Titans anymore, came to my elementary school and talked. Oh, that's so cool. I do remember that. But I will say collegiate, in the collegiate arena of sports, we're not bad. Yeah. Uh, I went to the Preds Festival a few months ago, whenever that was. It was probably in the fall. And that's basically where, like, before the season starts, it's just where everybody comes together. There's a bunch of Preds merch. And then all the players come out. And, like, they just, like, high-five people and stuff. Did you touch any hands? I didn't. Or maybe I did. I'm not sure. But everybody was freaking out. I just came because I was, like, never been to one of these things. I wanted to see what all the the fuss is about. And, I mean, it was pretty cool. When they all started walking out, I was kind of in the front, but I didn't really realize it. And they're all, like, hey. It's, like, and everybody's, like, crying and stuff. And this guy was just – one of the players was standing beside me, and my dad – finally finds me and he's like that's the best player on the team and I was like oh really we'll get a picture with him but he already left and I felt so bad I was like I should have gotten a picture with him just for my dad and that was the day Katie's dad disowned her yes I'm gonna ask my dad who that was and then next podcast I'm gonna shout him out and I'll be like can you please come on the podcast and just like (laughs) shout out my dad (laughs) for a brief moment yeah uh I'm not, like, upset with Preds culture sometimes because it's, I think it's cool that we at least like something mm-hmm. or at least good is something. But just the other day on campus, everybody's wearing Preds jerseys. I don't have any Preds merch. I I have, like, a flag. <laughs> but my parents have everything. My dad has, like, Preds socks, Preds shirts, jerseys. But... Yeah, everybody here loves UT. I do have several uh, pieces of UT merch. I did keep up with this entire season two years ago. I still don't under. I don't understand sports. Um, I, just, I like to watch. I, I'm not gonna say I like. I can watch football mm-hmm. and understand what's going on. Yeah, same thing with basketball. But I think basketball is more fun to watch in person. Mm-hmm. But I will say, when people say Tennessee sports. My mind goes to two things. 
Number one, Titans, touchdown Titans. Not that we hear that very often. Yeah. Um, and two, it's football time in Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the two things um, I think of. Yeah, I went to a UT game um, a while back. I said a while back, like years ago. It was pretty cool. I got a little poncho because it was raining. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when it's when it's like football season, it's like orange here. Mm-hmm. When it's hockey season, it's yellow around here. Mm-hmm. You either have yellow or orange. I don't think anyone cares about the baseball team. I know we We do have a minor league team. Yes. The Sounds. Sounds. I've I remember been to they used to give away tickets to elementary school. Yeah, I've been to like probably six Sounds games. I've never been to any. I think I did go to... I don't know if this is a false memory or not, but I think I did go to a Preds game a long time ago with my Mm -hmm. mom because she got tickets to this thing. And I vaguely remember it. I don't remember it that well, but I think I went. Yeah, I think I'm going to go one in a few weeks maybe. I've been meaning to go to one, but I'm just – they're either – I think they're either on uh, Thursdays or Saturdays. So can't really do them on Thursdays. But I really want to go to one because it's been a long time since I've been to one. And I told my dad, I'm like, take me to one where it's, like, the craziest. I love when they're fighting. Wow. Okay. We love, love an it. anarchy queen. Yes. I love it. But I think that's what everybody likes about hockey. I just, you know, if I could get my uh, – keep my football dreams alive, I would love to have those stupid pants that they have at Knoxville. Mm. The orange and white checkerboard yes. pants that are like seventy dollars. Because I went on my tour for Knoxville years ago, and in their bookstore, because whenever people go on campus tours, they're like, "Oh, gotta get a T-shirt." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Oh, Me. the pants," which I did not know were that big of a thing until then. Seventy mm-hmm. dollars. I mean, they're, they're a thing for these stupid pants. Because everybody wears them. I want them, but not that bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I would never attend UT Knoxville as a school. No, it's, you know, it's a really beautiful campus. Mm-hmm. Um, no their library to, is yeah. gorgeous. No offense to UT Knox. No, it's just I toured it, and I kind of knew right away that it wasn't the one for me. Mm-hmm. But their campus is beautiful. It's a little too big. I don't like how spread out everything is yeah it wasn't for me also you wouldn't want to be a student there when it's football season Mm -mm. that's a little too crazy we're giving her a shake i'm just gonna feel around this one feels like the money (gasps) i'm very excited for this okay the cracker barrel experience (gasps) yes so below it i wrote a couple of um talking points Mm -hmm. um but feel free to go beyond these okay Go beyond the headlines. Visit Tennessean.com slash go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, giant checkerboards. Yes. The little peg <gasps> game. I love that. And um, I put shopping, but there are other aspects. Something I forgot to put on here are if you ever get breakfast at Cracker Barrel, which is pretty much the only meal I'll go for. I'm not a big um, lunch dinner gal. They give you the tiniest little glass syrup bottles. Instead of the big pitcher, mm-hmm. they give you these little babies. Yeah. And they have little bowls of butter and jam. Really good. Except now, you know what I'm a little disappointed about with Cracker Barrel? You have to ask for biscuits and Yes. I hate that. I hate that. They used to just bring it. Mm-hmm. Now they they don't. don't do that anymore. No. If you don't ask for it, you're not getting it. And I've had to ask. Okay. My one problem with Cracker Barrel, 
uh, the ones that I've been to, the service is not that good. It's a little um, slow. Mm-hmm. But, you know, also my aunt has worked at Cracker Barrel for, like, ever. She's a, she's a wonderful waitress. This is not at the restaurant that she works at. This is, like, other um, locations. And I had to ask, like, three times for biscuits and cornbread. It's like, I do not need to ask again. I want my biscuits and cornbread. This is the only reason I came here, biscuits and cornbread. My grandpa used to work at Cracker Barrel mm-hmm. um, a long time ago as a dishwasher. And um, he talks about it a lot. But I have mixed opinions on Cracker Barrel. Mm-hmm. Oh, and side note, just like quick anecdote, a whole grandpa thing. I think he went to school with, I could be getting this wrong, but you know, whatever. I think he went to school with the guy who started Cracker Barrel, his son. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, because um, I'm pretty sure my sweet hometown is where the first oh, that's really Cracker cool. Barrel was. And we have the headquarters there, too. Ooh. So you know what it's like to be privileged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> Cracker Barrel is this, it's its own unique experience. Mm-hmm. Because one, it's always jam-packed. Yes. That's why I don't go very often because the wait is crazy sometimes. And the only places you can really wait is in the store. You can either wait in the store or you can wait outside. If any of you have never been, would recommend. (laughs) There are lines of rocking chairs and these little barrel tables Mm -hmm. with giant checker piece things. That you can wait there. I never wait there, though. I always want to look around. The store, nothing new, always the same stuff. It's always old-timey candy. Mm-hmm. They have a little Burt's Bees section in mind now. They do. Um, I've noticed they color coordinate. You know, at Forever 21, they color coordinate, like, they're, um, all this, like everything in the store. They do that at Cracker Barrel. They had to step up their game. Mm-hmm. They have very nice aesthetics. And then that peg game. I always have to play it. I don't really know what it's called, though. I guess I just call it the peg game, mm-hmm. but it's a little wood block <laughs> with drilled holes it's in it. It's a triangle. Yeah, and it has these little plastic pegs, and you have to jump them to get the other ones out. And on it, if you have four left, it's like, oh, you're an ignoramus mm-hmm. or whatever. It's great. I always call it the Cracker Barrel game. It's the best thing in the world. Because I've never seen it anywhere else. It's the highlight. Mm-hmm. I think you can buy them online. But Cracker Barrel is one of those things where I want to be Southern. I, I want to be Southern when I go there. It's like, this place is just great. I love listening to the country music when I get in there. The menus are paper and not laminated. Mm-hmm. The people that work there have their brown aprons with their stars. Yeah. Which I never knew how they got their stars, but apparently it's by taking tests. Um, in the candy section of the store, they have these like little sticks I don't, I don't really remember what they're called. I mean, you can get them at a candy, probably a southern candy mm-hmm. store, but they're so good. And then you can get, like, goo-goo clusters. My get, everything. I'm, I bet you can get moon pies. I've just never looked for them. I'm not a big moon pie fan, personally. Mm-hmm. Not my favorite. I think it's uh, – I think there's, like, a um, category in there. We can talk more about that. Is that all we have on Cracker Barrel? I recommend Cracker Barrel. If you've never been, I would it's highly so suggest good. it. And always order more biscuits and cornbread to go. You'll always want. And they have breakfast all day, mm-hmm. which is a. Someone said it's always been like that, but I swear it hasn't. I don't know. 
Um, I think I've, that's a more recent I thing. used to only go during breakfast times, but I haven't been during a breakfast time. I just, like, I don't want to get up early enough to go for breakfast. It's a popular post-church spot, that's for sure. <laughs> it is. It really is. My family, like, my grandparents, my cousins, aunts and uncles, parents and I, we would always go um, Cracker Barrel New Year's Eve. That's what we did. It was our thing. Cracker Barrel. Mm-hmm. Associate X, Tennessee Celebrities. I mean, Carrie Underwood. Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. Re- uh, Reese Witherspoon? She, I think she's Tessie. I guess technically. Um, Reba. Maria. Molly. <laughs> Reba. Reba. Molly, she, she's like close to us. Like, I mean, not close as in personally, but she grew up. <laughs> I know, Miley on the left. Yeah. She, I always say this when I meet somebody. I don't know why I have to. I've been to the place where they record the, um, what was it? The Hoedown Throwdown. Mm-hmm. Went there, eighth grade field trip, and we did the Hoedown Throwdown. The location where we record our podcast is the same town where Reba's horse stall yes. thing is, but it's not hers anymore, but mm-hmm. it used to be. Um, I played an escape game in the same room that Reba played in. Hold on. Let me look up a celebrity really quick because I know I live like five minutes I live five minutes away from where somebody grew up Kelly Clarkson lived here I don't know if she, she still has a house here I thought she lived in she probably lived in Texas at some time I don't know why I thought but she did live here because okay my friend um Taylor obsessed with Kelly Clarkson Ooh, I mean who isn't well who doesn't love some Kelly Kelly is just one of those people you just can't help but love and um, who else lives here? Obviously, we had Elvis. Mm-hmm. We have okay, I know. Casey Musgraves. She's yeah. not. I don't think she's from Tennessee, but she. I think she's from Texas because she yeah. said it in a song. But a lot of her stuff references the Nashville. Okay, area. so Willie Nelson, his house is. Um, he's like. I don't know if he still owns it or not, but he lived there. Um, it's five minutes away from where I live. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's in this really small town. Real, it's not the one where I live in. But, um, yeah. And then, I don't know if Taylor Swift counts. Okay. I have heated opinions on this. She, she is not from here. No. And everybody, I mean, I get it. 175. Proud Taylor's. Dang it. I was going to make that a card and I forgot. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it still. Um, Taylor lived in Pennsylvania until she was 15. Yeah. I, I thought it was 13. Something around that time. Cause she went to high school at Hendersonville high school. Mm-hmm. My Spanish teacher in high school taught her. Wow. I've been mm-hmm. to Hendersonville high school a few times and their auditorium is named like yeah. the Taylor Swift auditorium. Is. I mean, I'm, I'm proud to say I, uh, like my Spanish teacher taught Taylor Swift. <laughs> Even though it has nothing to do with you. No. I mean, I'll say that to anybody. Um, but I don't like ten. that people market her in that way. Because I know she's... Because she's not. No. And it's not like I'm trying to be elitist about where I live. You can't claim Tennessee. Mm-hmm. But if you're not from here, you're not from here. I get it if you weren't born here. But if you... Okay. If you were young, young, and then grew up here, you're... Because I don't think Elvis was born... I think he was born in Memphis. I gotta look it up. Or was it like Mississippi? I don't think he was born here. Oh, do you know Usher's from Chattanooga? Hmm. 
Uh, Chris Hardwick, he's a comedian. Oh, I know so. what I wanted to say. Okay. Um, I don't know if any of you guys knew this, but I knew because I had to study for my current events quiz. Mm-hmm. When Luke Perry, RIP, yeah. um, died, they did a story on him. He did have um, property in Tennessee. Wow. Um, yeah, Chris Hardwick, he grew up in Chattanooga. Uh, Ed Sheeran never lived in Tennessee, obviously, but he, I think he might still have property in Hendersonville. So, is there anybody? I mean, Dolly, obviously, but like, love her. What are some East Tennessee? I feel like those are ones that we probably don't know. Um, I we never said Tina Turner. She's from oh, yeah. uh, Tennessee, Nutbush. Mm-hmm. She now lives in France. There's just a lot of country singers that I really Johnny Cash. Yeah, th- like m- probably modern country singers. I don't know about. There's a lot of younger people that move. To the Nashville area because you're like, I want to make it big. <sighs> it, the Nashville traffic is horrendous. Horrible. It's horrible here. Awful. And I know people from LA are like, you don't do anything. Um, yeah, I know LA traffic's horrible, but you know, Nashville's a small city. And for what we have, it's horrible traffic. But it's booming. It is. And on one hand, it's very nice because we're, you know, we're getting some recognition, but at the same time, we kind of want to keep, it's like when a small YouTuber finally gets big, you're like, but I'm going to keep them to myself. That's kind I don't of how think it I is. ever considered Nashville small, though. I don't know. I just, I think when I was younger, <laughs> the traffic just wasn't as bad. I don't, I don't think we took very many trips to Nashville when I was a young baby child. Let's see, who else is, I can't think, I mean, obviously there's tons of people. Of course. But those are some of the the big ones. Oprah went to TSU. Oh yeah, Oprah is well, she Oprah born? from Tennessee? Yeah. Oh okay, I think so. Yeah, she went to TSU. Good for Oprah. I did a um, report on Oprah in the second grade. I wrote about Oprah in my paper for my communications class. I can't think of anybody else. Yeah, so it's obviously mostly one. music people. Oh, Tim McGraw. I didn't yeah. know. That. Yeah, I think I think my dad said one time that his. That he installed lights in his house. I don't know if that's true. I think Pamela Raw. And then. You think my favorite song? Keith Urban's Australian, right? Yes. Okay. That's what. Oh, there's or, a. Is, is he Australian or. Is, no, he is. Right? Yeah. Or is Nicole. What's Nicole Kidman? Nicole Kidman is for sure. I think Keith Urban is. Because I know there's an Australian country singer out there. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, What's. There's a Victoria's Secret model that's from Tennessee, or at least she lives in Tennessee. I wouldn't know. I don't know. She did an architectural digest, and it was like her Nashville home. And for our next topic, next, we have everyone's vacation destiny <laughs> in Tennessee. Gatlinburg. Mm-hmm. But if you're going outside of Tennessee, you would go Gulf Shores, Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not forget about Panama City Beach. Ooh. Um, so Gallenberg is associated um, with not only itself, but let's not forget about the surrounding area of Pigeon Forge. Pigeon Forge is my baby. Pigeon <laughs> Forge? Oh my gosh. When I have my destination wedding at Gallenberg. <laughs> I haven't been there since the sixth grade. I swear, I think my parents got married in Gallenberg. Probably. And because they show me, like, where they got married. That is the destination wedding. Yes. I mean, you I can't go too far. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to get married. Oh, then. no. God, no. No. But, you know, Dolly loves her Gatlinburg Pigeon Forge, so I'm going to, too. <laughs> I have not been there in so long. 
the last time I was there, I got strep throat. Maybe that's why. I was there last fall. <laughs> I love Gatlinburg. What can I say? I don't want to say it's one of the only places where there's things to do, but it kind of is. Okay, so I always talk about, oh, I guess I hate the South. I just hate it right here. And then I go to Gatlinburg, I'm like, yeehaw. <laughs> it's like, love South. I know it's known for skiing. Uh, I mean, I've never been at that time. But I know, like, a lot of people go for skiing I've and got, snowboarding. I've gone on a ski lift when it's not even skiing season. I've never skied a JMLF. Mm-mm. So, uh, let me tell you my typical vacation in Gatlinburg. You know, wow. stay about three days. We go into Pigeon Forge, go to a pancake house, because they got pancake houses everywhere. I haven't been in so long, I don't even remember. We don't call them pancake restaurants. We call them pancake houses or flapjacks and um there's like tons of arcades down there please uh, believe it or not mm-hmm. and then you go a little further you go in Gatlinburg it takes a while to get in Gatlinburg there's some traffic there not as bad as Nashville but it's pretty bad everybody's trying to find their parking it's just because it's a vacation hotspot. Mm-hmm. and uh there's just the town of Gatlinburg you walk down it's better to go at night it's very fun and there's a bunch of touristy shops that, you know, there's some offensive things in there. You just got to look past them. There's Gatlinburg is nature meets city because mm-hmm. Pigeon Forge is all of the touristy stuff. And then Gatlinburg is kind of nature. The best thing about Pigeon Forge, there's this apple farm and there's an apple. I can't remember the name of it, but uh, there's a store. It's a restaurant. They have a couple of restaurants, and it's the best. Everything there is themed apple. It is delicious. And the Titanic Museum is there. It is. I've never been. I never went, but I don't. You know, I was gonna say I knew someone that went, but I don't know if that's true. There's the. But it was on Tennessee Crossroads. Tennessee Crossroads. That's the thing. That is my baby. Mm-hmm. There's an ups- there's the upside down mansion. Wonderworks. Oh, yes. I went there years ago. It was so cool. Now, how how can we talk about Gatlinburg, but not talk about Dollywood? I've only been one time. I've been a few. Dollywood is the place to be. Do not get their pretzels. They are cold. I think um, I am just not an amusement park gal. But Dolly. Dollywood seems like one of those places because I was never into amusement parks until I went to Dollywood um, for probably this 10th time. And um, like they're, they're, they have little stores there. And it's been a while since I've been, so I don't know what it's like now. I've never been to the water park there. Um, I don't ride because I think I have, for lack of a better diagnosis, PTSD. When it mm-hmm. comes to amusement park rides, I can't. Um, but I do remember the time that I went, we went through the candy store and mm-hmm. they give you these little metal buckets Oh, that say Dollywood on them. And then we got all these little tappies. They're so good. And in Gatlinburg, there's this one place I can't, I can never remember the name of it, but if you ever go just, you're walking on the left side, like you're kind of, you're facing traffic. Okay. And um, on the left side, it's like a little uh, arcade place, but they have foot-long hot dogs or corn dogs. I'm telling this to everybody because I know you wouldn't need that. But uh, <laughs> they are the best. And there's a funnel cake place. 
There's I also appreciate a, a good funnel cake. There's deep fried Oreos there. Love them. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you'll eat really bad when you get there. But you're on vacation, so it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Um, I mean, there's tons of stuff to do there. Every time I think of Gatlinburg, I think of the go-kart racing. Mm-hmm. Because that's the thing. And I remember yeah. me and my cousins, this was when I was super young, because I think my other cousin was getting married. Mm-hmm. Um, we tried to go to the race car, like the racetrack, yeah. but we couldn't or whatever, because I think you had to be a certain age to drive. Mm-hmm. But I do remember that. I did that a few times. It's it's a really fun place. And then, oh, I was going to say something. Oh, the aquarium. Oh, I have been to the aquarium. The aquarium is pretty cool. Really cool. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go a second time. You, you see no once, you see it all. That's how I feel about zoos. Mm-hmm. When everyone is trying to run to Grasmere, I'm just kind of like, I've seen a zoo. They all are kind of the same. I haven't been to a zoo since seventh grade. I think the last time I went to a zoo, I was in 10th grade. Yeah. I think that's all I've got on Gallenberg. Gallenberg's great. God bless. Mm-hmm. I guess this one's calling me. Not married in your early 20s? Instantly an old maid. I mean, let's just... That's the tea. So, I I don't know if this is just rural parts of Tennessee or the South. I think it's the South in general because I heard YouTube up-and-comer, Levi Bernhardt. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, even though he's popular now, I used to watch him when he made his exchange student videos. And that was years ago. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about... He's from Oklahoma, I think. He said he hates that pressure of like, oh, you got to yeah. get married, got to do this, got to do that. And it's what's such his problem? a true thing. Yeah, but what's his problem? I mean, the men, the women mostly have. I think he, well, okay. So here, your acceptable career choices as a woman are dental hygienist, and nurse, or teacher. And um, pretty that's much. pretty much it. But um, he was talking about how he wants to, you know, get into acting. Which is its own thing. Yeah. But he has a degree in journalism. Okay. And he was like, I just want to do something different, which I get. Mm-hmm. Because, and this isn't to down anybody who does want to do any of that stuff. That's cool, whatever. But I wish other paths were more acceptable. It's just hard because I remember in high school, there's always those stereotypes of like, there's always one pregnant girl. And there was one pregnant girl. Like but 22 in my class. There wasn't, as all that I know of was there was one. There, there may have been more. I don't know. And I don't really care. But it's like instantly out of high school. It's like pregnant, married, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like everybody. I don't know why I still follow people on Instagram from my high school because I really don't care. But I swear half of them are pregnant and married. Because for some people, once again, not knocking on this, just my opinion, Marriage is the ultimate goal above anything else. That's your top priority. There are girls who go to college. And I say girls because it's more often girls. They go to college with the whole idea of got to get that ring by spring. I don't really get that. But if that's what you want to do, I'm I'm not going to knock it. It's just don't expect me to do that. I just wish other people would explore other options before they Mm -hmm. decide got to get married. As someone who doesn't want to do that, because if 
I got married, and that's a big if, it wouldn't be until my late 20s, early 30s. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel. I have an issue with the women, and I think we've touched on this in the past, who have kids, and then, or they get married, and they act as if they're superior to anyone yes. who's not okay i we've probably talked about this on the podcast. i hate that and it's always these girls in college i swear especially college because there's like well, i did my homework and i'm a mom and i'm married and i have a part-time job there was this one girl my first semester of college i was seriously taken aback and i know people who are there are people out there older than me in college i understand that she came in and she was like, oh, I'm getting married and I have a son and I got pregnant when I was 16 or whatever and I have a full-time job and she's like complaining. She's like, is there any chance uh, the assignment can be turned in late? And the professor just had the audacity to say no. And she was like, excuse me, you don't know my life. I'm like, well, you signed up for this. The thing is, is I'm not going to say that parents have it easier than me because I'm sure they don't but don't come to college expecting to get special treatment Mm -hmm. because of this that and the other you chose to enroll yourself so you're going to be held accountable like everybody else Mm -hmm. like this girl that this woman I don't know she was late 20s something like that she was like so mad she she thought a professor hated her because she always came in late and she couldn't make up a test because like her son I don't know got sick or something like that stuff happens I get Mm -hmm. it but you knew the rules but they the problem and I'm not trying to generalize because there are some student parents who are totally chill Mm-hmm. and normal and there are some that are totally killing and it. you wouldn't know that they even had mm-hmm. kids there was this one girl who had a daughter and she said well I pick her up from school and then we come back here and then I do my homework here and I get her her little like lunch bowl thing and I'm like she's killing it because she's bowl. doing like 18 hours mm-hmm. of classes and she's in the military and she has a kid but she's not flaunting mm-hmm. it but some of these people they either blame everything on the fact that they're a parent like I can't turn it in because my mom or, and it's never the dads. It's never mm-hmm. the dads. They never talk. You wouldn't even know they had kids. Yeah. Or when they accomplish something, they act like they need all this praise. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of like, I don't want this to sound like we're, you know, like pushing women down or something. But it's no, like, but it's, it's just, what it's like. It's a specific group of people. And yeah. it's not all moms. And also, if you want to be a housewife, if you want to have kids, all for it. But don't assume that that's all you can do yeah I don't like when people assume that that is the right path for everybody else either and then if you do, like if you don't have kids in your late 20s or something your mid-20s people assume like when are you like when is this gonna start happening and it makes you kind of feel bad because it's like because you're like am I supposed to be doing something or is there something wrong with me? and if you're not married by the time you're like 24 mm-hmm. it's like okay what's wrong with me why am I not married yeah and that's just how it is over here I'm pretty sure people in the west the north whatever they're like you're 24 and you're married that's crazy mm-hmm. it's definitely a southern societal pressure mm-hmm. and I think part of it has to do with the religious aspect of getting married young because mm-hmm. it's like well can't can't do the devil's tango if I don't got a ring on this finger yeah. am I right ladies like I was gonna do religion on here but you know I didn't want to get into that no I wrote but, it out but then but I said, like no. that was good enough mm-hmm. but 
you know what else is a thing? There's people who are in their early 20s or like maybe even 19. They're, they just got married and they're like, we just bought our first house. It's a tiny one bedroom home. They're like, we're better than you. We bought our first house. It's like, good for you. I would like to buy a house at 20, but you know what? I don't care to. My pretend husband, my fake husband doesn't pay. Husband. My husband. <laughs> he doesn't pay for my college or or any of my shoes, you know? You, you know what I'm talking about. This is, I keep saying, you know, we should have bought the, the, the swear jars. jars. Back. Mm-hmm. And it is true. Yeah, I feel like these men don't flaunt, uh, like flaunt their children. Because it's just kind of, yo, got kids. That's cool. But I, some of these people, they just need praise for it. And none of this comes from a place of jealousy because I personally don't even know if I want children. And second of all, I could not imagine myself married at 21 it just sounds crazy I could not like no Mm -hmm. because I know that was more of a norm 20 plus years ago people would get married straight out of high school because it's definitely gone down Mm -hmm. people wait a little bit longer but I think people rush into that to advance their relationship Mm -hmm. and I'm sure this is what I'm about to say is probably a thing everywhere, but I feel like it's mostly here when girls will pick up their life to go to the college that their boyfriends at mm-hmm. their high school boyfriends at. I know of somebody I went to high school with, they transferred three different schools because they wanted to be with their boyfriend. They were at their college originally. They wanted to be their boyfriend. They went to that college. Then they broke up literally after she moved there. Don't base large decisions like that on anyone, Mm-mm. whether it's your boyfriend, your fiance, husband, best friend, dog, whatever. I mean, Don't and, do it. And the thing is, you know, most high schoolers when they're out of college, I'm not going to say all of them, but a lot of high schoolers, their parents are either paying for their college or they're taking out loans and stuff. Their parents are basically still in charge of their mm-hmm. kids. So I don't know how any parent would allow their child to do that. It's not smart. No, it's not. And another thing that kind of ties into that before we move into our next card, um, I question, and this isn't just localized to the South. I guess this could apply to everywhere. A lot of times when people get married, it's always, if the two, and I'm talking heteronormative here, I'm not trying to be offensive or anything but it's always the wife is like gotta move to the state my husband's from no all the time why y'all move in different states when you just got married stay in the state state y'all met in or something i don't know it just seems when people are from two different places it's typically the wife that moves to wherever the husband's from that would be extra awful if you didn't like your in-laws Ooh. That or you just don't like that state. Yeah. Well. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. I think it's your turn. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. We got Nashville neighborhoods and culture. Ooh. So for this one, I put, and this is just a broad example, Broadway, which is downtown Nashville. Downtown. When you think of Nashville, that's probably what you're thinking of. Ooh. And, like, versus East Nashville or Broadway versus the Gulch. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I also wrote down for culture, pedal taverns. 
I'll get home. <sighs> so one thing I want to mention before you get into it, because I feel like you wrote all that, you got something to say. Mm-hmm. Um, bridal showers. Oh my god. In Tennessee, what what fascinates them to want a bridal shower in Tennessee in Nashville? I don't know. Anytime you go to downtown, you're always going to see a bridal party, no yeah. matter what. And they're always wearing the same thing. They have, like, the little sashes. And I don't get it. They think that Nashville is just denim skirts, sparkly cowgirl boots, their sparkly cowgirl hat, their denim shirt. Don't forget the big belt buckle. Oh, yeah. And there's plenty of stores down there <laughs> who sell that stuff. Mm-hmm. But that is not who we are. It's definitely touristy because mm-hmm. you can kind of instantly tell who's from the area and who's not. But the thing is, I hate going on Broadway. Hate it. It's it is horrible. awful, especially if you go on like a Friday or Saturday night. So many people there, first of all. Second of all, walking through those crowds of drunk people, horrible. I was there, um, I think it was, it, I think it was the Preds Festival. There was this guy, he was so drunk. He was trying to walk across the street when it, like, there was traffic and there was cars going. There was this really big truck and he would just be like, hey, stop, stop. And everybody was like laughing at him. And I'm over here like, I'm about to see a person die. <laughs> like, I'm going to be traumatized for life. I saw a homeless man throw a shoe at someone once, so... That was fun. It's pretty tame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think it's interesting how when people think of Nashville, they think Music City and they automatically go Broadway. But there are so many. I have a poster and that's what inspired this. I have a Nashville Neighborhoods poster. Um, there are so many different facets of different areas because East Nashville is more of like the hipster, like mm-hmm. the I'm different scene, which which I like. I enjoy. I, I like it. Um, and then the Gulch is like, I have money. I used to go to the Gulch a few times when I was in high school, but I never buy anything. Mm -mm. It's crazy expensive. Mm -hmm. And everybody takes pictures in front of those angel wing, that angel wing mural. And they get coffee at Milk and Honey and it's like Mm -hmm. $13 coffee. Yeah. They go to Biscuit Love, which I'm guilty of. It's pretty good. I just, it's wild. Mm -hmm. And then there's like trying to think of other areas um i mean there's everybody goes to the first um center mm-hmm. the first art museum i don't know why it's i mean it's the only art museum probably down there it's not bad but some people definitely go to look artsy they take pictures for their instagram yeah and i'm just like what the heck mm-hmm. but it's, it's cool I, i've been multiple times Mm -hmm. and I've gone for my art classes in the past to write papers on different pieces or whatever but I don't know whenever it's all right whenever there's a concert like a really big concert good luck in Nashville I when I went to Taylor Swift's 1989 concert I mean it was horrible trying to get in um the upcoming NFL draft good luck the cherry blossom trees Mm -hmm. Uh, Southern hospitality slash manners. I mean, that is what we were taught. Isn't Tennessee ranked one of the rudest states, though? I don't know. I have a theory about that. I think it's because so many people are moving into Tennessee. Yeah. 
and they're but not that from... rudeness comes from other states mm-hmm. here's the thing i don't ever expect a man to open a door for me but if somebody just doesn't hold the door open for me i'm like excuse me mm-hmm. i am right behind you you didn't hold the door for me i get it if you're like 15 feet away mm-hmm. i get it yeah oh then it's awkward I... the person has to run I do that sometimes while hold a door open for somebody and they're walking really slowly. I'm like, didn't know if they were going to walk this slowly, but now I can't close the door on mm-hmm. them. And I've had to run sometimes. Just yesterday, I was walking up the stairs. This guy was holding the door for me. I was on third level. I was getting tired. I'm like, I'm a little slow. He was holding the door open for me and he seriously said, come on, I ain't got all day. I'm like, I didn't ask you to hold the door open for me. It's expected. Mm-hmm. Same thing with a yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Yes, sir, no, sir. In middle school, I got in trouble because I didn't say yes, ma'am. Professors, some of them, you know, they tell you to address them by their first name. And that's just not comfortable for me. Mm -hmm. I just, mm, I can't. I I don't like that. There's somebody in my Spanish class who calls my professor by his first name. And it makes, it's, they're fine with it, but it makes me uncomfortable. I just, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. I'll say professor, whatever. Because my editing professor, she wants us to address well, I don't, she, she said you can address me by Susan. That's not her name, but, mm-hmm. and I'm like, mm, I'm not going to do that. I'll say professor so-and-so. I just feel like they earned that title. So mm-hmm. I want to give them that respect. Now TAs, that's a different thing. <laughs> yeah, like, no. If you're a grad student, no, don't I'm expect. not doing it. Yeah. Um, there was this teacher. She wasn't a teacher. Oh, she was ISS, which is in school suspension, suspension. And she was like, I don't know what. I guess a supervisor for that, mm-hmm. wherever she was in charge of that. You did not say your manners around her. I mean, I swear you better run. It was horrible. She was just like one of those ladies you just like try to avoid. <laughs> it's like, it's like, make sure you say yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. That's just how she was. I mean, it makes us, I guess, a little nicer. Cause I don't think, and this is just what I've heard from other people. I had this teacher in high school who wasn't from Tennessee. She was from Arizona, I think. She said, when we first moved here, I just thought it was so weird how everyone is always, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. But that's nice. It's being polite. I just think it's expected. Mm-hmm. I don't. I would never, especially to someone who's a lot older than me, not in front of their face. I refer to my professors by their first name. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like to them, I'll always at least say, Mr., Mrs., Miss, yeah. Professor so-and-so, Dr. So-and-so, because mm-hmm. it's just, it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, it's the same with people's parents. Some people's parents ooh. will tell you to call them by their mm-hmm. first name. Never. I'm like, I can't. Sorry, you're Mrs. and Mr. or um, Miss. Like, if I say their name, it's at least going to have a Miss or a Mr. in front of it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to mm-hmm. be like, hey, Suze, what's up, girl? No, no it's I can't. not going to happen. And then, girls, guess sit up straight, cross your legs. I guess it's mannerism. So stupid. The way you have to... S- Oh I have God. a horrible slouch. What can I say? <laughs> I mean, my grandma doesn't get on to me anymore about that, really. I think maybe my posture's improved, but ooh, as a kid, hold those sh- shoulders back. I think some adults, older people, though, expect respect when they don't necessarily, like, they haven't earned it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm going to be blatantly rude to anyone. No. But some people talk down to younger people for yeah. no reason at all. And I'm just like, calm down, pump and, the brakes. And then you'll, when you'll talk about, I, I feel like this is everywhere, but you'll talk about something that's modern. And then they're like, you know, back in my day, we had to read books for entertainment. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I wasn't born. And <laughs> it's like, okay, the coal mine era. I'm sorry. It's like, sorry. We're improving. Speaking of celebrities and coal mines, we didn't even say Loretta Lynn. 
that just came to me now. Dang. So I guess since we're doing speed metal, mm-hmm. we have two left. Ooh la la! Oh god! Oh gosh! I have food, aka Eaton's. Eaton. We have the Nashville hot chicken. Hot chicken. We have the Southern cuisine. Southern cuisine. We have that Memphis barbecue. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of barbecue. Um, obviously you're not. <laughs> I don't do that. But when I did, if I had to pick between hot chicken and barbecue, I'd probably pick barbecue because I'm not into the whole hot crave. I love spicy foods, so I like them. But I just think sometimes it's so much that it's not even a flavor. It's just the sensation of heat. I like it. I'm um, happy for you. Um, so in regards to hot chicken. Everybody thinks Hattie B's is the best place to get hot chicken around here. Mm-hmm. Now, it's good if you want to wait in a ginormous line. because Every a, place like that has a long line. It's a very touristy area. If you want, like, if you don't want, like, a long line. Now, when I went, it didn't have a long line. I don't know if it was, like, a special time or whatever. Okay. There's a place called Pepper Fire Chicken. Now, their hot chicken's good. It can be a little inconsistent because my dad's been a few times. He'll order the same thing, and sometimes it's hot, and sometimes it's not. Mm-hmm. One thing you need to get, fried grilled cheese. That is their thing there. It is delicious. Yes, it is fried. It is. It has mozzarella cheese in the middle. That's how I like my grilled cheese. Mozzarella. But it's good. Every hot chicken place you go to, you got to get a slice of bread. They always come with a slice of bread, you know. Got to contain that heat. You got to hope it's not wet. You might get a pickle. Yeah, you might mm-hmm. get a pickle. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of pickles. Yeah. I'm not talking about, like, Buffalo Wild Wings hot food. That doesn't count. No. No. I'm not talking about Wingstop. Mm-mm. Uh, anything you want to add? Southern um, cuisine? I would say for some of our southern staples, we have the biscuit. Mm-hmm. The biscuit and gravy. Biscuits and gravy. We have the goo goo crusta, mm-hmm. specific to the Tennessee region. Yes. And we have, of course, our moon pies. Ooh. Our Twitter kings and queens. We were talking about it last night that we would we felt obligated to get moon pies mm-hmm. whenever we see them. I would go to Bass Pro, which is a very southern thing around here. And there would be moon pies, and I felt obligated to get one. I think every time I see them, I convince myself in my brain that they're better than they actually are. They are not that good. They're they're not my personal... mm -mm. I don't like how crumbly they are. I just don't don't think they're that great. If you've ever had them, they come in different flavors. Mm -hmm. They have, like, original vanilla, chocolate. I think I've seen caramel and strawberry. Um, but I remember when the eclipse happened a couple years ago, because Tennessee yeah. is in the line of totality, there was like businesses in my hometown are having eclipse parties mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And they would give out moon pies for the moon yeah, I remember and that. sun chips for the sun. <laughs> moon um, pies and sun chips. Oh, how could we forget cornbread? Of course. Cornbread. I have opinions on cornbread. Please tell me you like it. Um, I do, but... There are two kinds of cornbread. You have your traditional Jiffy cornbread. I don't like Jiffy. And you have your hot water cornbread, which is made with cornmeal. Mm-hmm. Shape it, fry it. That is my personal brand. Yeah, that's good. Brand. I don't hate the Jiffy style of cornbread. Jiffy's sweet. Yeah. I don't like it. That's how we used to make it, but then I um, 
I figured out the cornmeal. I like put when it, it comes in the little corn shapes. Mm-hmm. Put it in a cast iron skillet. Uh, you never wash those, by the way. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, it might be gross, but that's how you get your flavor. That's how you get that season. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally just had cornbread last night. So I haven't had cornbread in a while, but I prefer hot water cornbread mm-hmm. to um, very good. the Jiffy style. It is. But if Jiffy is in those little corn molds that everyone seems to have, I don't. It gives it a little character. I don't like those, but we have one. Okay, weather unbearable and undesirable. True. The weather here is absolutely horrible. It's not consistent, though. It's not. It's it was blazing hot yesterday. It was cold this morning. It's a little warm now. It's going to rain. It's going to rain. It wasn't raining yesterday. The thing you'll hear about the most is the humidity. Yeah. It's um, pretty much subject to summer only, mm-hmm. but it's very moist. And you'll hear a lot of people say, oh, it's not the heat. It's the humidity. And it's yeah, true. It's an annoying all. phrase, but it's true. That's what I say a lot. Because <laughs> if you've been to an area with dry heat, it's a different thing mm-hmm. because when I remember when I was in Italy a few years ago, it was hot, mm-hmm. but it was a dry heat. So you're not drenched. Yeah. But here you walk outside sweating. Mm-hmm. It's just horrible and flooding. Flooding is an issue. Mm-hmm. But I will say I am grateful to live in an area with seasons. That is true. It didn't snow this year that much. So maybe a little, maybe a little coat. But not enough to get us out of class. Um, Windows M5. Where should we start? Well, okay, what would you say your favorite rendition was? Was it the old Windows M5 that? Or was it Windows M5 like I like Windows M5 the river. Nashville. Where it goes. Yes, Nashville. I love that. It's like beep, beep, beep. Here's your traffic update. Yes, I love the traffic update. Who is this lady? I can't remember her name. I just, I like that horn honking sound. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we got to talk about Woody, Jim, Savannah, Zach. Can't forget Jonathan. Um, Mondays and Wednesdays, that's my 8 a.m. class. I leave early enough to catch some of the Woody and Jim show. I love it. Gender Wars. Yeah, Gender Wars comes on right when I get to school, but I just listen to it in my car. Um, I've always wanted to be one of the celebrities <laughs> that gets to read, you know? Or yeah. Like hey, what's up, Nashville? It's Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. and you're listening to 107.5. You know that Taylor Swift was probably, like, 15 years old. <laughs> some of them were, like... Not even relevant. I love 107.5. That's probably the best thing about Tennessee. I practice my 107.5, hey, what's up, Nashville, in the car sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they'll ask me to do it eventually. Yeah. Um, I mean, Those concert things. tickets. I tried winning concert tickets once through 107.5. I almost got through. <gasps> me too. And it was right before school. Like, I was still in high school, and I had to leave. I remember mine was, like, at 5 o'clock. And I've mm. been calling for an hour. Because yeah. you have to start calling before it starts mm-hmm. or you won't get it. I have one some five in my contacts. <laughs> I swear I do. And then they have all of the I don't know if this is one of seven five, maybe I'm a fake fan. But do you remember um what's down butters britches or whatever? I don't know that. And like this might be a different radio station. Please don't like call me if it might fan. be I one of six, maybe. <laughs> I wanna six seven. <laughs> they would do this thing where they would give clues every day and it would always be late in the afternoon it'd be like clue number one blah, blah, blah. i think i do remember that actually i don't remember where it was from though i think now that i'm thinking about it i'm thinking it might have been i 106 yeah 
Nobody says 106.7. No. It's I-106. I-106. And then, um, no, 107.5 has just been there for me for decades. Yeah. When I was in elementary school, I would listen to Gender Wars on the way to school. It's always been a thing. But shout out to all of them out there. Savannah Grimm. She uh, follows me on Instagram. I love that. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to think when I was younger that radio stations were the same everywhere. When I was younger, um, I noticed that I-106 played, like, past and recent hits, whereas 107.5 only played recent hits. But now they're at the point where they play the same thing. Yeah. Like, you can switch over and it's the, the same, same song. Thing. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. I don't really know the hosts of I Want a Six that well. I don't even know their names. I'm sorry. I Want a Six. I'm sorry. Some guy at my school was like, I like I Want a Six better. I was like, excuse you. Did you tell him to die? <laughs> <laughs> He's never going to get invited to say, hey, what's up, Nashville? Oh, um, this doesn't have to do 107.5, but you know that commercial on um, the radio I don't know if you heard it. It's some jewelry place in Cool Springs. It's the Shane, 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 Shane Diamond Company. Shane and, uh, oh, I have a friend in the diamond business. Um, I used to repeat the entire commercial, like the address. What is it? I need to, I want to repeat it. It's like on I-65 on Cool Springs Boulevard. Open Monday through Friday until <laughs> 8, Saturday and Sunday until 5. Or nine or something online at shagecode.com. All I remember is you have a friend. <laughs> yes, I remember that. It all came back to me. Everybody from Tennessee knows that. I think of any other ones. I know there's a Click It or Ticket. Mm-hmm. It used to come on all the time. Yeah. 107.5, doing a great job. 107.5, here for you forever. Mm-hmm. Always. So I guess we should take a quiz. It's time. Yeah. Yay! It's quiz e whiz e time. Today we're doing answer seven questions and we'll reveal if you're more yeet or yeehaw. A very, very important question. This comes from uh, Isha Bassi, a post writer. Isha Bassi. Mm-hmm. First things first, pick a mood. So there is a heart finger emoji cowboy. Mm-hmm. There's a brat stall looking like a baddie. She's like, are you kidding me? She said, what do you mean I can't get any potatoes? Potatoes. And then uh, there's... <laughs> I want my salad. <laughs> I hate that so much. My chicken zingers. <laughs> um, and then there's that girl from Vine that goes... You should know we can see you do that. <laughs> she has her top lip sucked in. <laughs> and she She's has the so okay good. sign like... And then we have a teary-eyed cat with a cowboy hat. I like the teary-eyed cat with the cowboy hat. I'm going to do that one. I think the one I most relate to is um, No Top Lip Girl. Mm. Nice. Pick some slime that matches your personality. Ooh. Um, I'm not much of a slimy gal myself. I've never made slime. There's a blue tub of slime that looks very metallic, and there's a hand lightly caressing it. There's <laughs> some purple glittery slime mm-hmm. that looks like it's stretchy. And then there's some orange, purple, pink. And green. Green, arguably highlighter yellow. Yeah. Um, slime that looks like it just came out of a jello cup. Mm-hmm. And there's some metallic silver. Looks like they put shaving cream in it slime. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do the metallic silver. That's, That's really calling me. I was going to pick as well. Yeah, it's really calling me. 
You're at a party with a bunch of friends when you spot your crush. You try to impress them, but end up embarrassing yourself big time. Do you laugh it off? Run out of there as fast as you can, which for me isn't very fast. Nothing because you're in shock or try to switch the conversation. Oh, you know me. I got to try to switch that combo. Got to avoid that. But can't run away. That's too embarrassing. I'd probably laugh it off. I'd probably make some stupid joke. <laughs> the fact that they used crush. I don't think I've said that word in years. My crush. <laughs> my crush. Pick a nail design for date night. So we have some short baby pink almond-shaped nails with little lightning bolts on the mm-hmm. ring fingers. We have some longer um, nails. They're um, a sapphire purple, I would say. Very mm. metallic. Um, we have the rainbow nails, all the rage, square mm. cut. And then we have these atrocities. Um, it's like a French tip. The left hand, pink tips. Right hand, baby blue tips. Looks like a gender reveal party mm. in the making. Looks like, what is our baby going to be? Mm-hmm. I don't like any of these. They're all kind of ugly, but I'd pick the lightning bolts. I'm going to try. I'm going to try as if I'm going to do it. Um, I'm going to do the rainbow ones. Okay, queen. A little bold. Everyone around the world has just been informed that aliens will be invading Earth in the next hour. Do you? Escape by evacuating to Mars. Hide in a special underground bunker. Welcome them so that you can hopefully coexist. Or join the aliens because they're obviously going to take over. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to welcome them so you can hopefully coexist. They would probably vaporize me, so I'm going to just move on down to my underground bunker. Okay. That was my second option. Pick an album to listen to while you cry. The Color in Anything. James Blake. Born to Die. Lana Del Rey. Blonde. Frank Ocean. Or Carrie and Lowell. Sufjan Stevens. I personally... Well, I've, it's been a long time since I've listened to Frank Ocean. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's the only one I'll choose from. Um, I've never listened to The Color in Anything, so I have to automatically eliminate that. Um, Born to Die, a classic. Something, uh, you know, maybe another podcast. I got opinions on Juan Del Rey. <laughs> Blonde. Also a classic, but I do love Sufjan Stevens, and most of his stuff is kind of sad, so I'm going to go Sufjan. I'm going to go with Blonde. And lastly, pick a conspiracy theory to keep you up at night. Moon landing was fake, which we covered in a podcast. That awful thing that we didn't prepare for. Avril Lavigne has a clone. Ooh. Lizard people are actually running the world. Ooh. Or Keanu Reeves is immortal. Ooh. I like the Keanu Reeves one. I've heard of it, but I've never delved into it. I'm definitely going for moon landing. That is fascinating to me. Ooh. What'd you get? As I predicted, I got yeet. <gasps> Same. Oh boy, it looks like you'll be eating all day. Everyone watch out. Looks like we're not the true southerners that we thought we were. No. Hope y'all enjoyed this podcast. If you, you know, I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what I was going for there. Just follow us if on Twitter. Like and give us a holler on Twitter. Yeah. At Courage and Doll. And check out our, uh, our website on your picture machine. Or just don't. It don't matter. Curjellpodcast.wordpress.com. Yeah. I mean, we fixing a leave. So We're not, though. That's the D. Yeah. Uh, like, subscribe. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. And y'all come back now, you hear? Yeah. Better come back for supper time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>